this year we're on track to be about a $55 million uh, company. And yep. that split is still going to be the same of 75-25 this year. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is John O'Shull. He's the CEO of Derive It Systems. Now, he may look familiar because he's been on the show many times with a different company, SwiftPage. We'll get that story in a second. He's now focused again on VQ efficiency for engine calibration. Slight difference, slight difference from SwiftPage. John, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready, man. Good to see you. So how do you go from SwiftPage to engine calibration? It's, you know, the underlying factor there is technology, right? So <laughs> as long as technology, whether it's CRM or auto tech, you know, it's all it's all the bits and bytes, uh, you know, for sure. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, we were ScriptPage for a long time and really, really had a lot of fun growing that growing that business. We sold that off to SFW Capital in uh, like mid 2018. I kind of stayed on as a CEO for about a year and a half to help with the transition. We put Steve Oriola in in the in the seat there, and then I transitioned over to the to the board uh, officially at the end of 2019. And because I I just can't sit still, Nathan, I, I had to you know do something else. Uh, ran into a, a private equity firm called Global Environment Funds (GEF). And they had Drive Systems, and um, they uh, somehow convinced me to uh, to come on board. And uh, and as we were talking earlier, my first day on the gig, March the sixteenth, twenty twenty. And if if everybody remembers that, that's you know that's when we said, hey, everybody, lock ourselves in a room and three for three weeks, and we'll flatten the curve. Uh, so I walked in the door, and to everybody, I said, hey, I'm John. Everybody, go home. let's unpack this story here real quick so 2018 you sold swift page now were you running swift page on behalf of a private equity firm or did you own a majority of that business um we we were running uh yes we were running that on on behalf of a private equity firm uh, a couple a couple firms uh excel kkr jump capital uh were were the main players in uh in swift page at that time and so just to close out that story, what did you guys sell it for to SFW? Um, I can't give you the exact number, but I will tell you that everybody was extremely, uh, extremely, extremely happy. Can you give me a massive range that won't get you in trouble above or below hundred million? Uh, let's just say uh, hundred million is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah. So, somewhere in there. Okay. All right. Somewhere so in that role. Yeah. So, John, you're super active in the Colorado sort of startup ecosystem. Is that how you came across GEF? How'd they find you? You know, uh, they they found me. Yes. I mean, I'm connected with uh, the startup world uh, for sure. I'm connected with a ton of private equity uh, firms. And and it's a very ancestral kind of uh, group. Uh, You know, one firm will be talking to another firm and say, hey, you need to talk to this, uh, you know, to this guy, et cetera. Uh, and that's how I ran into uh, into GEF. So they, why do they make a connection and say, well, this ex CRM and sales automation guy will be a great 
thing to put on derived systems? How did that connection happen? You know, it was, it's about leadership, uh, quite frankly. Uh, you know, if you look at derived systems, derived systems has been around for a long time. So it's not a startup. When, a startup. when did it launch? It, it, it actually, uh, GEF launched this in 2013. It was a combination of a, of a couple of different companies coming together. So I'll, right. I'll, I'll give you that uh, story here in a second. But, um, you know, it, it had gotten to a point where it had lost its way. And, you know, what I'm known for is uh, a leader that comes in, rapidly understands what's going on, rapidly understands what, ne- what needs to be done to fix it. And then more importantly, rapidly putting in place uh, a plan to grow it uh, and, and uh, increase value. And mm-hmm. so, you know, that, that's how they came about, uh, across uh, me. And they said, you know, are you up to the challenge? And I said, oh, my God, absolutely. Uh, this, this, is, uh, this is a lot of fun. But um, mm-hmm. you want, to, uh, want me to give you the 30-second uh, history on, on the drive? Yeah. Well, let's talk about the product though quickly first, because you have three product lines that this SCT product, a thing called Bully Dog, and then Derive VQ. Just yeah. I guess who first, who is the buyer? Who is buying this stuff? So let me let me give you a, a quick uh, lay of the land. Derive, okay. think of Derive as a company with two business units and three brands. Our two business units are the enthusiast business unit. So that's any car enthusiast. So if you've got a Mustang or you know a a Jeep or a, 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 a pickup truck, et cetera, and you want to tune it and get more power out of it, et cetera. That's what's called a car enthusiast. Uh, and so that's one business unit. And then the other business unit is the enterprise business unit, which is more corporate fleets and fleet management, et cetera. And then, as you mentioned, the three brands, SCT. Wait, who would be that? What's an example of a corporate, like McDonald's delivering like trucks or their- Yeah, you could do that. But, uh, you know, our one of our largest customers is Comcast, right? They have 26,000 vehicles in their fleets. You probably see them driving all around the, the Xfinity uh, little vans and pickup trucks, you know, et cetera. Uh, Verizon is another one, Safe Flight. Uh, you know, you can kind of think about that. Uh, Amazon's got huge- so, and so how would they use your product? They're using it to get better gas mileage or better route plan or what? So in, in the enterprise space, um, the VQ platform, the brand VQ platform has three applications that hang off of it. VQ efficiency, which is one that we're getting the most traction in the market right now. Um, VQ telematics and then VQ safety. So let's, uh, let me talk about VQ efficiency. And what we do there is we actually tune the engine to get the maximum fuel efficiency and the maximum uh, carbon reduction. Um, we can also set uh, speed limiters and, and things along those lines. So a company like Comcast is is got you know that that portion. They've got our entire platform, but just on that portion alone, they're saving eight and a half million dollars a year on fuel. But more importantly, there's twenty four thousand metric tons of carbon that they're eliminating from the atmosphere uh, or from the environment every single year. So you're helping um, to meet their ESG targets then? Probably. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. You, know, you know, who's our buyer? Most of the time on that side, it's, it's the fleet operator, but we're also getting, you know, the corporate risk officer and the chief sustainability officer that, uh, you know, are, are contacting us to, to help them out. Mm-hmm. So, so that's your efficiency. VQ telematics. Are you familiar with telematics? I mean, that's been around for forever, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. We're not a telematics player. We don't have telematics software. What we do is we integrate with all the big telematics players out there, the Geotabs, the Spirions, the Fleetmatics, et cetera. We actually use them as a channel to get to the customer. 
Um, and, uh, and so we're, we're kind of a, an open platform on, on that side. We have a very light telematics platform that if somebody doesn't have something, you know, we can put in place, but we're, that's not where we really compete. And then VQ safety is really going after two other big issues that these fleets have, and that is speeding and distracted driver. Um, and so we have a distracted driver prevention ap application, and we have a dynamic speed control where based upon where you are, like if you're a fleet operator, you say, hey, I don't want my, my uh, fleets to go any more than 10 miles over speed limit, no matter where they're at. Um, and we're able to dynamically uh, understand where you're at via GPS, understand what the speed limit is, and then set it so that your vehicle, if you go over that 10 miles, it's a very, very annoying uh, thing for, for the driver to quickly back Break down there. the importance of these two cohorts, car enthusiasts and enterprises in terms of your, your top line revenue. Last year, what was the revenue split between the two? Um, so revenue is 75-25 right now. So think of it, think of the enterprise. Uh, 75 enthusiasts, 25 uh, enterprise, right? So just to give you an idea, um, we're gonna, this year we're on track to be about a $55 million uh, company. And yep. that split is still going to be the same of 75, 25 this year. Um, the challenge is, is that, uh, you know, the enterprise business is a rapidly growing business uh, and that's going to take off like crazy, right? So, so what is it, if you do 55 this year, Joel, what would that be up from last year? Uh, we are going to be right now, first half of the year, we're up 35% year over year. And sorry, John, I, mean, I, mean, I was just on with another founder named Joel. I know obviously I'm trying to do John here, but so up 35%. So what you finished last year at around uh, 40, 40 million, something like that. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit more than 40 million, but yes. Mm -hmm. And how much of that is software? Um, almost all of it is uh is software uh we do have devices that we sell that but the device is only used to uh deliver our software so on the enthusiast side we sell these devices right um and you use that to plug into your obd2 port but that downloads the software and it's the so software. how much is that piece of hardware i'm sorry how much is that piece of hardware how much is this is the hardware yeah, if a car enthusiast wants to use your software, they have to buy the hardware. How much is the hardware? It, it ranges anywhere from $299 to $499. $299? Yep, to $499. Interesting. And do you make all that money or is mainly that you're selling it at cost to get the software? No, we we're, we're actually make a, a, a gross margin on the enthusiast business is about 61%, right? So um, just the hardware or including the software revenue? Uh, and that includes everything. That includes everything. What's the margin on just the hardware? Um, yeah, the, 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 I gotta be careful here because I got a big distributor network, uh, that, that, uh, I got, we, we make uh, pretty good, we make pretty good money on, on the hardware. Uh, got it. Okay. Got it. So you, I, I guess we don't have to know your actual numbers, but in theory, what you were saying is, uh, you are focused on making money both on the hardware sale and the software sale. You're not using the hardware as a loss leader to get the software installed. Correct. And so if you, if you look at the businesses, so the two business units, very, very different business. We actually run them very separately. The enthusiast is a B2C play, right? Um, where we have a big distribution channel as well as direct uh, and e-commerce, et cetera. But it's primarily a one-time sale, uh, Nathan. So, the, you know, people get, we're trying to figure out ways to get that into the recurring world, but it is, it is a one-time sale. The enterprise totally different, right? It's mainly software, um, and it's uh, all uh, you know, uh, SaaS based, subscription based, recurring revenue, uh, etc. And so that you know, two very very different business models. 
the you know just to give you an idea the the enterprise business which is the really the fast grower uh grew, it grew first half of the year 43 44% year over year um and then the enthusiast business grew about 30% year over year now the challenge is the enthusiast business it it's really growing 20 and 21 i really turned the business around and grew it a lot it the enthusiast business is probably more like a an 8 to 10% top line grower with a 30 to 35% ebitda margin so it's a it's a very steady eddy business that throws off a lot of cash a lot of ebitda and then you've got you know this fast growing saas based model uh, o- over here and the way that we did it is we took the technology so the technology is is really the secret sauce of, of this business in the enthusiast world what do we do we read from the end uh, the engine's ecu which is the computer on the engine we understand you know what are all the uh, what's the data we make changes to that data and then we write back to the engine again right so we re- re- we do that and on the enthusiast side you're doing that to get more speed power torque etc then we took that technology and we said hey there's an adjacent market for this and that's really the the enterprise business if we took that technology and instead of we read from the from the engine we make changes but just to do the opposite to make it more fuel efficient and more carbon friendly um and that's really the secret sauce in the enterprise fleet management space nobody's doing that everybody's reading from the ecu to do telematics and all that other kind of stuff nobody is really writing back to it so that's why we re- we have this really interesting cool you know vq efficiency uh that's going on i got a a, a crap load of numbers i'm going to throw at you here in just a couple minutes but i'll let you get a, a couple words in well yeah so tell me on the saas side on the enterprise side what's the average enterprise customer paying per month um that ranges anywhere from 14.99 uh per vehicle per month up to 29.99 per vehicle per month depending on what package the vq efficiency vq safety you know etc et, et got $1500 per car per month um no for $14 and 99 cents to oh, wow. 29 dollars and 99 cents right so this is the biggest no brainer in the world right <laughs> if you think about you know if if I'm Comcast and I'm paying you know 21.99 a month I'm saving 35 dollars a month on that bit on that yeah, so if Comcast signs up 26,000 cars of you times 15 bucks I mean that's a 400,000 dollar a month contract I mean you probably have some volume discount but in theory Yep, there there you go. And yeah. and we do all kinds of other stuff to them. They're they're one of our largest customers. They're yes, multi-million. How many total customers do you have there? Oh, uh, in, in the enterprise side, yeah. we're probably getting close to that 50 range now. 50. And how many total vehicles are made uh, managed through your platform on a paid service? So on the enterprise side, I, we just got these numbers yesterday. We're just hitting around 900,000 vehicles. Uh wow. so it's uh it's it's really really exciting. Uh, all total um across we've got over 2 million vehicles that are running our technology throughout throughout the years including enthusiasts plus the enterprise now john if you have 900,000 vehicles obviously there's volume discounts here cuz at 15 bucks a month a pop that's like 13.5 million a month in revenue yeah so here's the problem right when i stepped in the, they were not doing this as a subscription base they were they were selling this as a one time uh they were selling it anywhere from you know one time shot of 200 bucks to 150 bucks or or whatever. Uh so the so the model is uh was way off. So uh so yeah, we're we're not uh we're not 13 million in uh a month in revenue yet, but we'll we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. 
Yep. 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 I mean, it sounds like you're, you're closer to something like four and a half, five million a month right now in revenue. If you're going to finish the year at $55 million run rate, is that accurate? Uh, yeah. Across, across both business units. Yes. Yeah. And well, we know enterprise is 25% of the 5 million a month. So about a million and a half or a million ish is coming from the enterprise side based off. You got the, the numbers, rate. brother. You got the okay, numbers. Sweet. And is this pretty sticky? People don't churn once they pay for the hardware, get it all installed, right? Correct. Correct. Um, and we, we have, uh, you know, in fact, it's so sticky that as these enterprises are, are buying new vehicles, because what you have on these fleets is that old vehicles go off, new vehicles come on, you know, they're, they're bringing in new vehicles. We're, we're getting, uh, you know, those, those vehicles as well. Mm-hmm. Now you're obviously backed by, by private equity here. So, so, uh, I mean, are you, are you guys thinking about raising additional capital? How much has the business raised since 2013? Um, so the, the business has raised, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's difficult to say because GEF came in and, and the way that they, uh, formed this business is they acquired SCT, which was a standalone company. And that was based out of Florida. So we have big offices and uh, two big offices and right outside of Orlando. And then they acquired Bully Dog, which uh, was uh, based in Idaho. So we have an, an office in Idaho. And that formed Derived Systems, the enthusiast uh, side of, of the business. Um, and, you know, they, they put in a, a, a lot of capital to, to do that. Uh, and then um, put in a, a few more, uh, some more capital uh, over the years to kind of spin off the enterprise business. Um, but when I came in, I refinanced the debt uh, uh, very, very quickly. Uh, we, we took out uh, the player that we had in there. I brought in uh, Energy Impact Partners, our EIP, as a debt provider. So if you think about it, I've, I, have, I now have an ESG debt provider and an ESG uh, you know, private equity. And How much did you raise? Twenty million. Okay, got it. And and cost capital under nine percent interest. Uh, yes. Okay, cool. Like LIBOR plus like one or two under five percent. Yep. Yep. That's, that's pretty darn good. What's yeah, team we, size? Have a, we have a very good deal. Very good deal. That's a good deal. Yeah. What's team size today? Uh, about one hundred seventy seventy-five. One seventy-five, and just split. Oh, uh, you know, we're based, we got Broomfield, Colorado. Uh, Idaho, Pocatello, Idaho, and then uh, Sanford, uh, uh, Florida. Very good, John. We're out of time here, but hell of a story. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one favorite book. Uh, hey, the one I'm reading right now, I actually got two. Uh, the CEO Test. If you've ever read it, it's really, really cool. Um, it's, uh, it's a book that, you know, you kind of look at and, and, you know, test yourself as where am I at as a CEO? So it's pretty good. The other one is called biology and in buy is spelled B U Y. So it's a marketing, uh, marketing play there. So that's a, that's a cool book too. John, number two, is there a founder you're following or studying? So this is weird. You know, I'm all over the place, but right now I'm, I'm really into Elon Musk. (laughs) Number, Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building a business? So, right. Um, this one right now is is Emma as Microsoft Teams. Um, it saved the, my my life, quite frankly. Um, it, as a as a new CEO coming in and trying to get to know everybody in the organization, if I didn't have that that online tool, we would not have been able to do that. And and it's something we use every single day to to stay connected as we're all working remotely now. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I get uh, seven hours of sleep. That's great situation. Married, married, single kid. Um, married, uh, four kids, five grandkids. Wow! And how old are you, John? Fifty-nine. Take us back. Someone you wish you knew when you were twenty. When I was twenty years old, 
I wish that I would have uh, been more like uh, the Bill Gates's. You know, when I was 20 years old, it was 1982. So you probably weren't even born back then. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but you know, I wish I would have been more like an entrepreneur. I was, I was actually a, a sophomore in college. Uh, I was, I was quarterback of the football team, and I was thinking I was going in the NFL. I, uh, but then I really said, no, I got to go into corporate America. I wish I would have went more entrepreneurial back then. Guys, there you have it. He sold Swift Page to SFW Capital mid 2018, sat on the board in 2019, then got bored and ended up getting uh, in sync with a new private equity firm uh, who owned a company called Derive Systems. That was GEF. He's now running Derive Systems. The business did about 40 million bucks in revenue last year, 75% on their consumer business, another 25% on their enterprise side. Enterprise growing very quickly, though. They sell hardware, but then really what they do is they then uh, upsell software that enables you to get better engine performance, speedometer, Comcast can make sure their trucks don't drive faster than 10 miles per hour in certain zones. They're scaling quickly with 50 enterprise customers and over 5 million bucks in MRR, hoping by the end of the year this year. John, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. Good to see you again, bud. Thanks, man. Take care.